From COK Studios in Terry Gross's Treehouse, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider and celebrate the 200th episode of Consider Our Knowledge. We'll also consider some of the people whose lives have been changed by appearing on our show over the past four and a half years. And we'll consider who actually thought our show would last this long. I didn't. Nor did I. You can say that again. Not me. Uh, ditto. Certainly not. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Snood, America's second best Scandinavian furniture store, makers of the Verbosk, the Krillingen, and the Flubendoodle. Snood, more expensive than Ikea and harder to put together. And the Corporation for Pubic Broadcasting. That's right, I said pubic, not public. Pubic. Pubes. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Welcome to the 200th episode of Public Radio's Finest Parody Podcast. We've packed a lot into those 33 hours of content since we began making our show back in the heady days of January 2013. In that time, we've interviewed three presidents, two Beatles, not the dead ones, Mickey Mouse, Pope Francis, Ira Glass, Adele, Diane Rehm, three secretaries of state, Tom Brokaw, Angela Merkel, the guy from Happy Days, Vladimir Putin, Bernie Sanders, and countless whiny millennials and pretentious pundits. We've covered two elections, a midterm and a real one, several health crises, dozens of celebrity deaths, four Oscars, and two Olympics, the one in Russia and the one with Zika. We've also sent reporters all over the world to exotic locales like Portland, Iowa, London, Cleveland, Paris, Stonehenge, and Middle Earth. The best-looking news team in public radio has worked hard to bring you the top stories of the day while also shedding light on more obscure topics with our signature commitment to well-researched and world-class journalism. So take that, all things considered. Yeah, suck it, Siegel! We spent some time with key members of the COK team and asked them what some of their greatest milestones and memories are from the first 200 episodes. First, we'll hear from senior correspondent and fill-in co-host, Cordell Nutbrock. Ooh, my most memorable moments from my time at COK? Hmm, that's quite a tough question. I would have to say that despite the many, many, many important stories I've logged for our program, and the many, many hard-hitting interviews I've done, I must say that my best memories are when I've been able to co-host the show. It's truly an honor to not have to go out and talk to the great unwashed masses in some far-flung corner of the world, but rather sit in the cool, air-conditioned confines of the COK studio. I really don't like people at all. I'm much better than Dinah anyway. She thinks she's so special just because she's the regular co-host. Well, the fill-in guy is important too. Just ask Lester Holt. One day, just like Lester, my time will come. And then we'll see who's better. Thanks for that, Cordell. Next, we'll hear from Consider Your Health reporter, Alex Truman. My best memory for my time on the show is definitely when I met and interviewed Surgeon General Vivek Murthy back in episode 105. That was an amazing encounter I will never forget, until I begin to feel the effects of my hereditary dementia, that is. No, no, that was the high point for me. I will say, however, that any time I didn't get a nosebleed during recording was also a high point. 
Ugh, they keep the studio so dry. I have at least four humidifiers going at all times at home, so the dry air of the COK studio plays havoc with my sensitive sinuses. Despite that fact, I have enjoyed being a part of the team throughout these 200 episodes. Now let's hear from handsome financial reporter Chris Rydell. My favorite memory of working on Consider Our Knowledge has to be the pledge drives. For a financial guy like me, there's nothing as fun as raising money. I have to say that it always made me feel good to take those pledges and help keep COK in the red. Or the black. Wait, which one's the good one? I can't remember that one. Well, whichever it is, it's always fun. Thanks for letting me come and talk money and stuff. It's been a blast. Book Looks Lynn Ruffle had this to say about her favorite COK moments. I love the opportunity to talk about books on Consider Our Knowledge. I think that my favorite memory was talking about the works of my favorite author, the famed fantasy writer Paul H.H.H. Curtis, who penned the Bosoms and Broadsword series. I'm also grateful for all the opportunities I've had to talk about my own books. If you haven't been to my website, Ruffle Bookworks, you can order any or all of the novels in my Red Sunset Saga. The newest one, The Casket of Desire, is also available at audible.com. Audible! You don't just listen to an Audible book, you feel it. Thanks for that not-so-subtle plug, Lynn. You're welcome! Now we'll hear from LGBT correspondent Trevin Motley. Yeah, um, those 200 episodes are kind of a blur. I'm pretty sure that I did some stories on same-sex marriage, or something about gay athletes in the Olympics. Those were pretty good, I guess. I wish I had a better memory for you, but I'm not very sentimental. I'm also in vacation mode. I'm going to some island in Greece where all any of the men wear is nothing. Oh, oh wait. No, I no, I think I did a segment about Cher. Yeah, that was my favorite. Call off the dogs. <laughs> Cher rules all. All right. Can I be done now? That was very heartfelt. Thanks, Trevin. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. We've featured some very interesting people on Consider Our Knowledge, and now we'd like to take a moment to profile a few people that we've done stories on over the past 200 episodes to see where they are now and how being on the show affected their lives. Cordell Nutbrock and Melissa Reynolds have their stories. In episode 156, we profiled biker gangs in a special segment that Dinah did with NPR's Kelly McEvers called Considerable Embedding. One of the men we talked to was Ricky the Rascal. He made all of the snacks for the outlaw gang, the Sons of Purgatory. Being on your show was a real turning point for me. After being on COK, Ricky was asked by a few other gangs to overhaul their snacks and dietary regimens. Oh yeah. Every biker gang from here to Sturgis wanted my num-nums. They were all up in my sh- I was getting emails and letters asking me to make snacks and things for all the gangs. I could barely keep up. I got kicked out of the Sons of Purgatory when I shared the recipe for my chickpea avocado and feta salad with the Moondogs. I guess they just didn't like that someone else was enjoying one of my signature high-protein, low-carb side dishes. Can I help it if my flavors are so unique? I don't mind telling you, the secret ingredient is love. Did you say love? You got a problem with that, numbnuts? Oh, not at all. Now Ricky owns and operates his own restaurant along Route 66. Best thing that ever happened to me. If it hadn't been for your weird little show, I'd still be handing out goodie bags of my special gorp to sweaty bikers. Now I've got an intimate farm-to-table restaurant serving elevated American cuisine in a casual fine dining environment. We make everything fresh, and we try to have artisanal flavors that complement our seasonal ingredients. 
Ooh, do you have gluten-free options? You bet your ass we do. Another person whose life was changed by their appearances on COK is fashion designer and stylist to the stars, Peter Grigio. Peter has been a super frequent guest on this show, appearing like eight times or something. I just love all my beautiful friends over at Cock. Peter credits the show with expanding his brand and bringing him more appeal as a designer of Oscar fashions, LGBTQ pride events, and Mattel's new updated Ken dolls. I'm huge now, and it's due a lot to being on cock so many, many times. I remember the first time I was on cock. I was so young. It seems like just yesterday, though. I think we were talking about styling Jared Leto's man bun for the Oscars. Rumor has it Jared likes cock, too. No, you don't say. Cock is so amazing. It's opened up my world. I honestly think that cock is what got me in with my new BFF, Elton John. I'm personally designing his new line of kimonos for everyday wear. It's on my new label, Flounce. I owe cock so much. Um, actually, Peter, it's not cock. We say C-O-K. Oh, tomato to cocko, sweetheart. Uh-oh, I gotta go. Apparently, Elton John does not like how the kimonos drape when you're laying on the fainting couch. Kisses! Finally, one of our contributors has seen her life change because of her association with Consider Our Knowledge. The one and only public radio legend, Terry Gross. Hello, I'm Terry Gross. Uh, yeah, we know. Terry says that her work as a guest interviewer in the Considerations segment has been a welcome change of pace from her acclaimed show, Fresh Air. If you're just joining us, I'm being interviewed by Cordell Nutbrock and Melissa Reynolds about my work as a special correspondent for Consider Our Knowledge's Consideration series. Consider Our Knowledge is celebrating its 200th episode this week. Congratulations to all of us on this historic achievement. Thank you. Uh, thanks. Melissa, I'd love to start by asking you, what did I tell you about how I felt when you asked me about my time working on your show? Um, I, I think you said you enjoyed it. Indeed I did. Cordell, what, what was it like working with me? Well, I suppose it was interesting for me to see how you work. I'm sure it was. If you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with two members of the best-looking news team in public radio from the award-winning podcast, Consider Our Knowledge. Now tell me, what is it that you think I've brought to your show by appearing on it, besides the obvious prestige, clout, and gravitas? Well, hold on. Are you interviewing us now? Uh, yeah, we were supposed to be interviewing you for our show. Nobody interviews Terry Gross! You can only hope to be interviewed by Terry Gross. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Oh, that was weird. Quite. Now we'd like to close our 200th special episode with an extended version of our Big Little Wins segment. We'd be nothing without our loyal listeners, so let's honor some of your big little accomplishments, because we all need a win, especially since this year has been so downright crappy. Helping us with the big little wins today is public radio legend, host of This American Life, and friend of the show, Mr. Ira Glass. Oh, thanks, Dinah. It's big little wins. I'm Ira Glass. Win one. Tina Brighton of Culver City gets a big little win today for telling that know-it-all Joyce to stick it. God, Joyce is such a bitch. She better not run her mouth off around Trevor if she knows what's good for her. Good work, Tina. 
Congratulations to Becky Richards in Clovis, New Mexico, for successfully convincing her two children, Diane and Micah, that her chicken noodle soup recipe does not contain vegetables. Tricking picky eaters into eating celery, now that's a big little win. It's this big little win, I'm out of glass. Aurora Dumont of Knoxville, Tennessee, correctly identified a tree swallow during her nature walk last Saturday in Cove Lake State Park without having to look it up in her Audubon bird guide. Sure, it's a fairly common bird for that area, but still, kudos. Congratulations to Lindsay Young of Salt Lake City, Utah. For months, Lindsay has been battling the office vending machine and its inability to issue the sweet treat she had requested. Nevertheless, she persisted. And today, Lindsay finally received the item that corresponded to the button she had originally pressed. A big little win, indeed. Enjoy that cherry Coke, Lindsay! Have you ever had a smell in your refrigerator that wouldn't go away? I'm Ira Glass. Jim Farley had a really nasty smell in his fridge, and he couldn't find it. In this big little win, Jim noticed that the smell of rotten cheese and old bologna went away on its own. Even though it took you a week, you didn't have to throw anything out or clean your fridge to get that stink out. Well done. And finally, hats off to Darren Kesselring in Sugar Hill, New Hampshire, for watching Poltergeist with all of the lights off. Facing our deepest fears head-on is absolutely a big little win. Did you jump when the clown doll attacked Robbie on top of the bed? <laughs> so did we, Darren. So did we. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> Thanks, Ira. And no problem. Where did Connor go? Oh, I don't know. That's so weird. We never seem to be in the same room at the same time. I don't know anything about that. If you or someone you know has a big little win, let us know by posting on our Facebook page or sending us a tweet. That's all for this special 200th episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com, like us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. I'd like to extend a thank you to everyone who made all of these 200 episodes possible, and to everyone who's ever appeared on the show. But most of all, I want to thank the Consider Our Knowledge team. Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Marianne Wetzel, Natalie Thorpe, Hobart Willis, Spencer Cannon, and Libby Mitchell. They've been amazing, and I couldn't have done it without you. We'd also like to thank our intern, Ryan Shattuck, who forgot to record his memories for us tonight. Ryan, you'll have to get us all coffee tomorrow, and we will not be reimbursing you. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge, please go to our website and click the Support COK button. There you can make a $5 or $10 monthly donation to America's favorite NPR parody podcast. Now we'll leave you with a very, very special version of the Consider Our Knowledge theme song recorded by a friend of the show and groundbreaking acapella musician, Hilda Scooby. Her instruments are her mouth. Hilda, thanks so much for this awesome version of the COK theme. We really appreciate it. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. <laughs> Skip <laughs> it